Hello, true believers. This is Excelsior. Oh, we should have tried to do uh, like an impression of him. Could you have let me finish? Hello, true believers. Is that, is that a good one? That's yeah, that's pretty good. All right, you do let it. him do it. true believers. <laughs> this is supposed to be solemn. Oh, I'm Michael No, Guy. we're celebrating his <laughs> yeah, life. It's, it's solemn for the first minute. No, 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 no. Read the title. Can I explain? Excelsior. It's Excelsior, a tribute to Stan Lee. Excelsior. Thank you. Excelsior. <laughs> thank you is what makes it's it. Not, it's not. We're going to put that on our thing. So, it's not Excelsior. It's Excelsior. Whatever. Big difference. Symbio. <laughs> God damn it. So, as you probably figured out, we're doing a tribute to Stan Lee. He just passed away this week. Um, R.I.P. Uh, and he uh, he lived a long life. He we're passed doing away a celebration the... of Stan Lee. Yes. Yeah, this is a celebration. This is a wake. This yeah. is a wake. But also uh, somewhat of an analysis, because he wasn't always, like, super special. There were some, op- like, weird... We're going to talk about the good and some of the not-so-good. But he was celebration. All right, shut up. He was born Stanley Martin Lieber on December 28th, 1922, and he just passed away this week. And 95. he um, started working in comics at a very young age in the 1940s when Marvel... Before Marvel Comics were even Marvel. Like, he, he said- was, like, an intern at Timely Comics, which is what published... Uh, the Captain America series back in the 40s. Oh, wow. And when he wrote his first comic, it was just a little bit of type, he changed his name uh, from Stanley Lieber to Stan Lee because he felt comics were a lesser art form and he didn't want his name associated with and it. And to avoid the also, Nazis. Also, the Jewish people were not really allowed to do all these higher forms. Yeah, he originally Jewish called himself a playwright. Huh. Yeah. I was just about to make the joke and I was like, oh God, it probably was because yeah, of Yeah, history was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... He, in many ways, is known as revitalizing superhero comics in the 1960s. DC kind of came there first uh, with the Silver Age, with Flash, and the Justice League. But Stanley, uh, along with a lot of collaborators that we're going to talk about today, uh, really created a, a cohesive superhero universe. And that had never been done before. You know, I went back and read, uh, like, the early Marvel comics uh, from the 60s, Amazing Fantasy number 15, Fantastic Four number 1, X-Men number 1, Avengers number 1, Journey into Mystery number 87, The First Appearance of Thor, um, Strange Tales number 130, Jesus First Appearance Christ. of Doctor Strange. how do you Strange. remember this? Um, I have a photographic memory for oh. comics. Um, and but sex life. <laughs> and lots of free time. Because <laughs> of the lack of uh, sex. Excuse me, I was bottoming while I was reading. Yes, yes. multitask. Yes, yes, lazy bottoms <laughs> up in here. So you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is this character? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. think about him. Will you yeah. hand me that over there? Oh, okay, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yep, all that's these all these <laughs> comics were coming were coming out at the same time. And so and, was Kaylin. Uh, nailed it. Um, remember, this is a tribute, Stanley, yeah. not a tribute to Celebration. me. Celebration, our tribute. Thank you. Um, and how he was able to create this sort of cohesive universe where, like, these comics were coming out month after month, and they were all set in one city. So when DC, you know, had their comics, they had Gotham City, Metropolis, uh, Coast City, various others. And they were all... I just had to call them Metropolis. <laughs> Metropolis? The newest drag queen. That's good. That's, that's a good great drag queen name. Oh, yeah. Drag. Like, very... Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, was that a Metropolis quip? That doesn't quite work. No. Just keep <laughs> You don't have to add a Save, save the... Whiskey? <laughs> yes. Okay. Sweetie, mommy's recording. <laughs> This is supposed to be a tribute to Stan Lieberman. (laughs) (laughs) We already did 
But this is so stupid. So, so he's no, no, forging no. comics. He he, uh, he helped co-create a universe where they were all set in one city. So you had Spider-Man interacting with Fantastic Four, interacting with the Avengers, interacting with Thor, interacting with Iron Man, interacting with Daredevil, interacting with Doctor Strange. And this had never really been done before. Like, what he created was amazing. And the fact that the alter egos of the superheroes were misfits. Uh, they were, like, the bottom of society. Uh, they weren't like DC Comics where you had, like, you know, Bruce Wayne or Clark Kent or Hal Jordan, these sort of, like, square-jawed, you know, like, everyman uh, or, like, uh, like super superhuman. Yeah, very uh, humanistic yeah. features. But, like, having, like, Peter Parker be, like, this nebbish, nerdy guy. Uh, having uh, Donald Blake, the alter ego of Thor, basically, you know, having a, a, a physical disability and having to have a cane. The cane ended up becoming Mjolnir. The hammer. Was uh, Janet Van Dyne super rich from the get-go? I think she was. Well, then she's not one that you're... But she was about. a woman, Clark. But she was a well-to-do woman that made outfits. Yes, yeah. she did a lot of outfits. <laughs> she did. She, she was, had to earn it herself. She, she wasn't like born. Outfits I mean, yeah, and also but she, even Tony Stark, who was a wealthy guy, uh, had a heart condition. Yeah, I mean, and an alcoholic. Yeah. So you had a That's lot of, fun. like, you, you. he created these... Uh, Alter egos that had a lot of feet of, that had feet of clay, and the superheroes ended up having feet of clay as well. I mean, it's pretty amazing what he was able to do. Uh, for sure. I don't know of any other genres that had that kind of universe building. Not, not, like not that. at that point. And also, he they converged soap it so... Soap opera. Yeah, that's true. But soap operas didn't interact with each other like that. Yeah, there wasn't like there was days of our not, not until the guiding 80s, line. Not until the seventies, actually. When was there a crossover in soap operas? So uh, we're still talking about the sixties. Was a spinoff of General Hospital, and all my children deal, dealt with one life to live all the time because they were cities next to each other. Was Stanley a soap opera fan? I would assume he was if I we're talking about another celebration podcast. He was because his comics were soap operas. Yeah. X-Men and they were soap operas too. Super yeah, <laughs> X Men was the most soap opera. I would say Spider Man even more so than really? X Men at the time. At the time, uh, yeah. I mean, when Claremont took over, it was very soap opera. True, yeah. But like Spider Man for sure was like. I mean, they had issues dealing with the fact that he had to get home to Aunt May rather than fighting the Vulture or the Green Goblin or whatever. Uh, Curfew. Those yeah. are the big issues of the time. Yeah. Yeah. No real. Yeah. All right. So what else happened in this history? Other things? So, he had a larger-than-life persona. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I really like about him, just in general, is... And this was... Because I was watching a bunch of interviews of him talking about Marvel when it was starting out. Um, he looks very different, but he's still got that really iconic voice, which is kind of fun and interesting. Yeah, what, how does that go? What's his... Hey, true believers! It's, <laughs> no! Because. That, if I didn't know, I'd think he's alive. He's pretty than good him. at it. Say, um, hey, well, true believers. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, oh, are hi there, true believers. <laughs> Why is it like you get Fargo? That was the worst. That was the worst one. Yeah, I don't, it's pretty You added another hey accent there. to it. Yeah, hey, hey there, true believers. Hey, oh, hey, oh you, um, oh, hi there, oh, hi there, true it's believers. So more. It's me. <laughs> no, he's not here yeah. right now. Um, but, uh, 
he basically sounded like an old man his entire life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, every time he did interviews, he was very captivating. I think that's he was of, like a PT Barnum. Yeah, like that's why he was so popular. So, like without the animal so, cruelty. Well, we don't know. We don't um, know. Uh, but so every time he was yeah, interviewed, let's not rule that off the table. <laughs> we don't dogs. know. <laughs> We're gonna put a question mark on that and post it online. Um, but uh, every time he interviewed with someone. At the end of the interview, he would always be like, that was a great interview. My friend who works for, like, an entertainment company, even recently, like, a couple of years ago, like, he, he always says that's a great huh. interview. He's just an overall sort of, like, positive guy. Yeah. And a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, like, there's been so many articles posted recently about him, specifically with the X-Men and a bunch of other, like, uh, characters he created, like, speaking out about change and bigotry yeah. and like how yeah. it's really progressed like throughout the years and like all of his creations were just so smart in that way stan soapbox yeah well so there is some parts of that which are like not exactly right because careful this is a celebration <laughs> well we have to reflect honestly on what the on the man was. of yeah. course yeah um, because that's what our listeners why? show up for <laughs> what, why? Why do you <laughs> why thoughtful critiques? Um, why do you hate him? So one thing is that during the '60s, um, he very much was trying to key into the commercial aspects of the youth culture, but he never wanted to get political, even though a lot of his fans were asking him hmm. about it. Um, and so he kind of pretty explicitly said he didn't want to talk about that kind of stuff, even though his partner. Jack Kirby did, mm-hmm. um, but he later did respond, you know, calling out bigotry. And as he later, he got later in life. He, he learned really and changed. Totally later in life, in what was it, the 60s, when was it the bullpen letters at the very end? Like, they were super, super yeah. liberal. They no. were, yeah. Like, he speaks out about specific things, too. Like Doctor, he literally said the word bigotry like six times. In well, there. 60s, There's the a 60s very Marvel iconic. comics were actually cool. Like they were like cool kids read them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, it was very much part of counterculture during that time. Uh, so that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and there were times when he was writing. I remember a while back reading um, an old issue of uh, Sergeant Fury and Howling Commandos, like the pre Shield Nick Fury comic. And somebody wrote, uh, um, like, why are you having them fight Nazis? Like, Nazis aren't bad. And he's like, what the fuck are you yeah. talking about? Like, like, they were literally our enemies in World War II. And it was a child to Trump writing that letter. They're too. not. <laughs> According to today's society. They are Nazis. Um, so, <laughs> there's a lot. But <laughs> Thank you, Kark. Um, there's a lot. If we're going to come down hard on anything... Let's agree. Can we all agree? Huh? Here. Nazis are bad. Yeah. Nazis might be bad. They're, I don't want to. I don't want to alienate until further proven. Nazis are bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's also um, issues with his ale- his taking credit for Jack Kirby's work. Mm-hmm. Not just Jack Kirby's, but other artists as well. And other artists, um, including Steve Ditko and. Others. Isn't this, is, this reminds me very similarly to a lot of these types of, cause wasn't that the same? It's like the Steve Jobs experience or like Bill Gates. Like there's always like someone else in the wings and then there's always like the front man, I feel like in a lot of these or sort the of like yeah. progressive you ventures. You have to have someone to sell your actual right. ideas and you do need someone to And it makes sense because he was a great public speaker right. and he did motivate people. What about so, those Winklevoss twins? Yeah. 
That I mean, but then, I saw that, that was like the opposite, oddly enough, that the nerd became the popular one. The hot, the hot right. right. by Army Hammer. Uh, so the thing, the reason why um, he's acute, Stanley acute, was accused of that is because he invented something called the Marvel method of writing. So before comics were the writer wrote the script, gave it to the artist, the artist drew it. What Stanley did, since he was writing so many of the Marvel comics at the same time. He did a general plot. He'd be like, and Fantastic Four together. fights Galactus or whatever. He'd <laughs> give it to Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby storyboards the whole thing. And then Stanley comes back and like writes the dialogue. And so uh, Marvel had that method for a long time. I mean, going into the 90s and maybe even the early aughts. Yeah. Um, they still talk about it. They do. Uh, they've moved away from it a lot. Um, but uh, that's the reason why... Um, a lot of people feel that Stanley didn't contribute as much as some of the artists he worked with early on. Well, he did downplay the degree, or at least not bring up this fact in a lot of his interviews. He would he would basically take advantage of the fact that people didn't know exactly what the role, different roles within production were, mm-hmm. and that the artist was this kind of position of like a creative director, and that they had a lot of influence on the structure. And style of the story. Um, and so, you know, like claiming that he came up with the, uh, the Fantastic Four when Jack Kirby had already created uh, Challenge Challengers of the, the Unknown. Unknown. Yeah. I mean, this is still like, obviously, this is something that you'd want to quant- qualify his work with, but at the same time, it's something that will at least hopefully, like, the positive aspects of his work will be highly recognized of like what he contributed in his thoughts versus like an H.P. Lovecraft who wrote most of his own stuff. But it's also a fucking raging racist. So, like, I'm kind of like, I'd rather someone be stronger on the social issues, maybe not so much on the IP, because you, like, obviously someone that would look into it would recognize easily where the distinctions are, versus, like, oh, this is a horrible person that, like, beat his wife or XYZ, but now I can't, like, I can, in this case, I think I can separate the art from the artist. And he kicked dogs. Yeah, all those dogs. Damn it, Stanley! You were so close to. Uh, I don't don't know if I can agree with that because I think the fact that he, you know, has this kind of nice guy persona, um, and while there was some degree to which Kirby kind of, you know, forgave him a little bit, or at least they had like a a cold war, um, you know, the fact that he ripped off someone and then for a long period of time basically made it. Difficult for them to get money for their work or credit. I don't know. I don't think that being a nice guy is. I like... think that's indicative of the comic industry for a long time. And Stanley was the face of it because he ended up becoming the publisher of Marvel and the face of Marvel, the voice of Marvel. Um, and like comic companies fucked over yeah. a lot of creators. A lot. I mean, it's only until recently that Bill Finger gets uh, credit for Batman. Co okay. credit. Because it used to be just Bob Kane. It was Kane. all hands before. <laughs> just feet. Just lodging your no, face. No, it was wings. It's oh, just, I know. No, it was, it was just palm before. Oh, uh, yeah. God. Let's not add to that joke. The sheer <laughs> recoil in your face as I said that was worth every minute of saying. I fucking hate you so much. It hurt my so, so, like, Bob Kane had taken credit for Batman for so long, and Bill Finger was really the one who, like, like gave him... The iconic oh. Batman look and style and... And, and the voice. Um, yeah. And, you know, like... <laughs> it's only... <laughs> That's... Bad. Where is she? Is Batman Where is she? here? 
So, well, let's talk about something a little bit more positive for his legacy, which was his Marvel Cinematic Universe cameos. That's it. The most important contribution he had to the Marvel Universe. Yes. He was in the most high-grossing movies of all time, so he's technically the biggest star we've ever seen on the screen. I love some of his We're going to play Guess That Stamio Cameo, and so I'm going to give you a... everyone's favorite game. Cameo, and you're going to tell me what movie movie was from to help you what um these are selections of the mcu but they will go in chronological order so you can hopefully help to place where some of these are from okay so first up mm. and i'll be keeping score in my head hopefully cool what, what, uh, putting it in chronological order make it too easy mm, there's gaps okay we'll try it i can always switch it up halfway right. through stan is saved by someone from crossing the street into a bus spider-man, Spider-Man. daredevil Oh, we're supposed to do we it. Were, no, yeah. just say who's right. Brent's right. One point for Brent. Cool. Ding! Oh, there's points now. <laughs> okay. It was actually... Oh, we're, we're doing recent ones. It's, yeah, I mean... Wait, what was he... Wait, what? His no, like porn? Daredevil the movie. <laughs> okay. That's like one of the oldest No, that's Marvel what I meant, ones. but we're doing yeah. recent ones. Uh, yeah, well, so, I, he didn't have a speaking line in that, I got cut out. A lot of his what? Movies, a lot of his front-end movies, they got cut out. Oh, no! Uh, Stan appears as a security guard. His colleague... The original TV Hulk, Luke Ferrigno. Oh, in uh, Ang Lee's Hulk. That is correct. And it was his first speaking role in a live-action Marvel Ooh, film. Uh, that's when he really got his so. acting chops down. I mean, we'll just speed this shit up. So that's yeah. why, whoever gets it first. Yeah, yeah first that's Kayla. exactly what the game is, bitch. Uh, Stan is mistaken for everyone's favorite bunny rancher as he walks up a red carpet surrounded by beautiful uh, women. Iron Man! What, what did you say? Yeah, I got it. What did you say? I said right. Iron Man. I screamed it, though, louder. Yeah. Yeah. I was louder. Is yeah, that not the game? Two points for me. Uh, Stan appears as a bystander following the devastation of New York. Spider-Man. Kalen got a two points for Kalen. I just say Spider-Man every time. I'm going to get it. Uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Iron Man 2. Four. Captain America. Four. What is it? The uh, post- Postman. Yeah, I'm not going in... All of them. I'm going in well, the order of. Well, that's the only one I give a shit about. That's the only <laughs> one. <laughs> when he was the postman <laughs> in Five Days. Okay, he, well, rang, he apparently rang twice. He's um, a real name, though. He what? was in. Uh, well, he had. Well, he did have a good speaking line in uh, Avengers because he said, "Superheroes in New York, give me a break." Wow, that was it. That is yeah. good. And then when uh, well, there's a date. Uh, yeah, uh, Stan plays a creepy old man, beauty pageant judge. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, no, no, Deadpool. No, he was a Wait, said he worked Wait, Stan, Stan plays a creepy old man, man. you catch and judge. It's a tough one. Iron, they weren't actually in a scene together. Uh, um, beauty pageant. What was They definitely get harder. Oh, good. That one's a hard one. Beauty pageant. Um, so, while he's a beauty pageant, it's taking place... Uh, Captain America. America. Nope. Oh. Uh, to Iron Man 2. Nope. Electric. I, I, more iron. <laughs> <laughs> more iron. Iron harder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was Iron Man 3. Damn it. And it was actually... Uh, no one gets the point. Clark gets those points when no one gets it. And it was the first Iron Man movie... <laughs> it was the first Iron Man movie cameo where they didn't actually interact in the scene. Oh. Uh, Stan plays a patient in a mental ward. Always. Uh, I don't know. X-Men? I'm gonna guess Thor. I don't know. This is tough. I don't know. Yeah. 
Door of the Dark World. It was Door of the Explorer. <laughs> it was when uh, it was Clark post the post Avengers. Eric Selvig, who was played by one of the fucking oh yeah crazy oh, people. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, all those hot men, but not him. So um, <laughs> we're all we're all tied, except I have no points. <laughs> I, and, I already lost track of who was getting what points. I thought well, I got him here. Doing that. All right. Well, so then he played. Uh, yeah, he played a thing after the convergence. Uh, Stan is amongst the crowd for Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy's graduation. Uh, Iron Man. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> yes. Points for Kayla and the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yay. Duh. Which we all forgot about. I like was like, oh, that's right. That was a series of two movies. Was, they were terrible. Never watched it. It was uh, bad. Stan pops up as a bartender during a flashback. I don't know. Wolverine? Ooh, the flashback. Uh, X-Men First Class? He... No. He pops up during a very quick cut flashback. The movies are known for telling odd stories. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Just go to the next one. What is man? If we don't get it, just say. Negative one. Clark gets the point. Uh, Stan is a DJ at a nightclub. Deadpool. Yeah. Clark gets the point. That's the only one I had ready. I don't like that Clark gets the point when we don't. That's (laughs) how Clark gets points, yeah. Stan appears appears at Tony Stark's door as a FedEx delivery man. Oh, Captain America Civil War. There we go. Tony Stank. I get the point. Oh, is there a Tony Stank here? Oh, Tony Stank. (laughs) That's really funny. I'm going to use that later. I fucking hate Rhodey. <laughs> yeah, he's That's probably he's the worst character. character. Yeah. Uh, Stan Lee is on an asteroid talking to some watcher. Oh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He actually had two cameos in that movie because they showed he up. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy originally talking to a woman. Uh, creepily hitting on her. Stan possibly sexually assaulting her because oh, that's an allegation. Okay, I'm, bu- I'm giving both of the points. So we're all tied at four. I have none. Stan, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stan plays a cyber barber. Oh, and, Gar- and uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yep. He's not the barber. He's the- oh, wait, he is the barber. He is the barber, bitch. Brett pulls ahead. Uh, and then our finale. Stan closes out a shitty movie that didn't deserve to make millions. Venom. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. I didn't say I, I wanted you to do I like, didn't see it either. Yeah. I wanted you to do like some early Bonus points. Uh-oh. Oh. Spell Stan. Bonus <laughs> points. <laughs> Two bonus points. One... Very early, one very not so new, but new enough. Well, okay, Stan briefly appears as a jury member during a trial. The Incredible Hulk TV show, yeah, but it's actually a movie. It was yeah. the trial oh, of the Incredible Hulk, which, which had all right. Their point goes to Clark. Yeah, he's supportive. I know you were so excited to fucking read that because it's like the only thing you read. And then finally, Stan plays Fred's father. Who's Fred? Three, two, one. He was actually. The dad of, I He's assume, Mr. the Feeney. main character from Big Hero 6. I won! Oh, that was great. Um, so, good news about his cameo appearances. He did film his Avengers 4. Yeah. Uh, and Spider-Man Homecoming and something and else. Wreck it, uh, Ra- and uh, Wreck-It Ralph. 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 Yeah, yeah. Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph. Captain Marvel, he hasn't. He yeah, be. Captain Marvel is what he meant. He's but he said old, Wreck It Ralph. He, I don't no, know. no, no, no. <laughs> right? He's literally he's in Wreck It Ralph too. Like Rex breaks the uh, whatever. Ralph breaks the internet. He plays Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tune in. Famous on the internet. Yeah. So um, his sort of his later years, he DC actually ended up hiring him for a series of one shots called Just Imagine Stanley Creating. And so That's it, a long title. Yeah, it was. Hey, j- and then you. they hired someone in their marketing department. <laughs> so uh, yeah, 
So he it was his interpretation of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, oh. Robin, Justice League, uh, and a variety of other characters, and it wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> it was, no, Stan. It was pretty bad. He did get to work with some amazing artists, though. Uh, they all wanted to work with him, uh, and it was like a big to-do, and it just was... You know, like, his style hadn't adapted to the times and was released in the early 2000s, I want to say. It just felt very, very dated. Um, so, like, reading his stuff now, um, like, you can read it because it's, oh, like, this is definitely a snapshot in time of, like, the 60s and 70s. But, like, trying to have him read, like, modern stuff is just not, just not great. Or write it, yeah. Yeah. But Clark, or read it, he was going blind. Yeah. I know. Well, he did make. He did have a famous quote that was like, "I love reading, but I can't read comics or books anymore." <laughs> That's the saddest thing. I know. Ever. It was that very said sad. It was a great quote. Not a I said. Terrible. I said famous. <laughs> Sometimes things that are famous are sad. Yeah. Clark, speaking Clark, of sad, yeah, what were you going to yeah. say? Yeah. Talk about his later Two years. Years ago, his wife oh. died, and then everything started going wrong because she was in control of his legacy at the oh. time. And when your wife dies, people try to yeah. steal your blood. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everyone tried to steal his blood and put it into pins. Uh, then one of his nurses was involved with that at the um, min, min, uh, mental institution. I'm Old folks home. Nor the dark supposedly world. He touched, supposedly he touched one of the nurses inappropriately. Oh, that's right, yeah. All I can think about is how it goes back to Old he Man Clark old. told us. Because yes, I warned you, you have been following the story of Stanley's blood before Stanley's <laughs> imminent potential departure yeah. even became yeah, yeah, yeah. something worth talking about. I don't so. want to say you're involved, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. I keep telling you about Stanley's blood. <laughs> it's out there. People are stealing it from you. That's actually a better Stanley <laughs> accent you than not do, earlier. You doing Excelsior. <laughs> I will say I was actually really surprised to, and again, this is all, all I can track is like what's going on in my own social media sphere, and I was like really surprised at how little reaction like his passing got in comparison to a lot of other oh, you, famous okay, celebrities. Then obviously your social media is not the same as mine. Because yeah, because I'm not good. nerds, Kalen. One of his, um, da- his daughter was supposed to have taken control of him and then he said, no, we're fine with my daughter. I love her. But now she and like everybody involved in the thing, they're going to start fighting. They're going to oh, start no. infighting to steal his like. Yeah. So, um, and some man oh. tried to break into his place and climb the wall and had a knife. So, uh, <laughs> okay, was that? Yeah. Who was that? So to sum it all up, no. So a lot of uh, a lot of comic creators uh, and a lot of actors who you know got to take pictures with them, like we're posting it on social media. Yes. Oh yeah, the adventures took out a full There's page ad. Army and, and Army Hammer. Uh, speaking of the Winklevoss twins, uh, said, "Oh, like, like, what did he say exactly? He said, oh, it, it, it's really ghoulish, basically, of like basically posting a picture of yourself.' Yeah. to to, sell, uh, to honor Stanley's uh, passing. Stroking your ego. It's like stroking your ego, and everyone's like, no, it's like we're trying to celebrate the guy's life. Yeah, this is what he meant to us. This memory, I cherish it because I got to meet him." Like the architect of the modern yeah, that's a hot, Like you mean that's individuals a or celebrities? A, what? You mean individuals or celebrities? They were mostly talking about celebrities. Yeah, I mean there there is some Calm down. But, you but were in a movie about yeah. fucking a peach. But, Calm uh, down. Hey, hey, Army hey. Hammer. He gets to do whatever the fuck. I just, he wants. Spider-Man? Was he in Spider-Man? <laughs> yes. I just mean there's like a new there is some new level of like social media reaction where it's like you well, have when to When we talk about celebrities, we're talking about celebrities who are writers and artists of comics. Like, oh yeah. Like the mass 
populace doesn't know a lot of who these folks are. It's not are. like Kim Kardashian's like, R.I.P. Stanley. No. She was like, who? <laughs> I don't know if I'm against it, but it made me really uncomfortable. I don't want to see someone on Homo Superior just kind of shove a picture of them next to each other. And I met him for 45 seconds, and he probably didn't say more than six words to me. Oh, like he doesn't know your, like you don't share his legacy with him necessarily. Not Homo Superior, that's us. Yeah. I was curious why someone was sharing. I do think in general, like, with like social, I think it's better to write so, like, and I'm sure people did write something along with a photo. I think it's better to just write something than like to you don't. I don't know. I think I like you can you can cherish his memory however you see fit. I yeah, mean, this like it meant something to you. You can shit on his grave if you. Yeah, can. you can climb over his. Uh, you can try to climb Go over ahead, his wall. Clark says, um, <laughs> shit, guys, grave. please don't. Well, just in the. Support him. Last 30 seconds or so, he... Why don't you say it? Because I can't pronounce it very well, right? Excelsior. Uh, it's Excelsior. Um, but what as you say, Excelsior. 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 Um, what does it mean? So, uh, he originally actually created it because a, a lot of the competing companies, which he never calls out, obviously, it's like, DC. The uh, distinguished competition? Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh. he, he started... I didn't say the fact yet. Um, but he said that because... Uh, Everyone was stealing what like his quotes and changing them and modifying them a little bit. So he wanted to create something that was completely unique that people had no idea what it meant. Yeah. So that's why he always said that thing. And then a quote just from him about his motto is, um, it's an odd word. It means upward and it means upward towards greater glory. It's on the seal of the state of New York. Uh, keep moving forward. It's time to go. It's time. Nothing lasts forever. Is Excelsior the the um, sword from King Arthur? That's Excalibur. Excalibur. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excalibur. 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 And begins the hearts of all fans everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I thought that's enough said about Oliver. Oh, oh yes. I see what you did there. We love you, Stanley. Have fun in heaven. <laughs> if, or if, hell. Or if you're, yeah, if you're accused, if you actually did all the Don't awful you things. Don't you not believe in heaven? We or know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There you go. He's going nowhere. All right. Good. Stay right here, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nazis are back. <laughs> this has been a tribute to Excelsior. A tribute to Stanley. Stanley. And make sure to keep your Thank blood. you. Thank you, true believers. <laughs> <laughs>